everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live on Love Walk. And I'd like to welcome you and also um, invite you to grab your Bible as we go into the Word of God so that we can find practical wisdom and direction for our lives so that we can better, um, you know, fulfill the purpose that God has for us. So today we are going to start in John chapter 16, verse 13. We're going to do a really uh, interesting study on um, truth and basically as believers, how we can use that to make better decisions in our lives moving forward in this chaotic world and all that is going on more and more the need to make good decisions comes to the fore. And um, as you know, wherever you may be in the world, you understand the imperative there um, of what will happen next? What will I do now? How does this happen? Because there's so much going on. So we're going to sort of uh, look at things and how we need to behave, how we need to think in order to make critical decisions that fulfill the purpose of our lives. Um, and of course, bring honor to God. So let's go ahead and read John chapter 16, verse 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. So this is a powerful scripture um, within a very powerful chapter. And so if you have a chance, read chapter 16. And because this is such a powerful chapter, sometimes we overlook um, the very nuts and bolts of what is being said in every specific um, verse. So we're going to look at 13 and see what is being promised here, what is being um, promised to believers. Uh, it says that the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Ghost, um, that when he has come, that he's going to guide us into all truth and that he is going to show us things to come. These are two areas that the um, Holy Ghost is going to do in our lives. And so, of course, we're always looking for direction. If you're a believer, actually, even if you're not even a believer, um, everyone wants to know what to do next. Everyone's looking for direction. That's the whole point of um the uh, zodiac that's the whole point of soothsayers that's the whole point of diviners that's the whole point of people who really have advisors and consultants is to know what is the right thing the next thing to do and so the bible is telling us here clearly in john chapter 16 verse 13 that the holy ghost which is the spirit of truth is going to actually guide us into truth and it's going to tell us things to come. And I also want to point one thing out about this verse is that it's not saying that um, it's going to guide only pastors or it's only going to guide prophets or it's only going to guide uh, apostles into uh, um, guide them and into things to come or tell them the things to come. It says it's going to tell you things to come. So that's every believer. So the Holy Ghost is not... Um, sort of holding back this ability to, uh, well, not even an ability, this, this, uh, giving of foreknowledge to believers. So we have to remember that. And it doesn't have to be that, you know, what is going to happen, you know, some big event, 
you know, you may even have foreknowledge in small areas the next day, the next week, something that is going to happen in your life, something small. You know, we sometimes overthink things and we think it's going to be something huge, but the Holy Ghost is there. The spirit of truth is there um, to do those two things. And, you know, the, the very important thing about the spirit of truth and about truth itself is that you have to receive it. And sometimes we don't want to hear the truth because we want our own way. And when we don't want to hear the truth, that means we tune God out and then we turn to our own way. And that doing that, that specific thing there, that is known as the way of Cain. And I'm going to prove it to you in the scriptures. Let's go ahead and go to Jude chapter one, verse 11. It says, woe to them for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. So if we look at that uh, verse, gainsaying means contradiction fueled by strife. So it's a contradiction view, uh, fueled by strife. And what did Balaam do? Balaam sought to prophesy against good to get paid. So he was sort of like a prophet for hire or a pastor for hire or something like that, a religious man for hire. So he was willing to say that which wasn't correct, wasn't totally correct. A lot of times he would tell you part of the truth, but then he would change a little thing about it. So he wasn't ready to tell you the whole truth. And he did that for pay. He did that for reward, whether he was, you know, and, and you have to see that as something that's something that can happen today. And then of course, finally, the way of Cain, Cain decided not to follow the way of God, even after clear direction. The way of Cain is when you decide, I want to do it my way, or I don't want to do it at all. And that's basically happened with Cain. God said, you know what? This isn't what I want. Instead, do this. This is that what I actually do want. And Cain said, cool, that's good for you. And he went on about his business because he didn't want to do that. So there is the way of Cain. And all of these things have something in common. They're anti-truths and they're fueled by self. They're fueled by pride, by the hope of selfish gain or by strife, which is a, a, a seeking for self-aggrandizement. Strife is a contest to win and to become the preeminent one. Remember that always. And also most that are turning from righteousness or turning from truth, it's an attempt to uplift yourself. Most people, when they decide they don't want to do the right thing, it's not because, well, you know, the right thing, you know, is just a, you know, something there. It's because they want to do something else, um, something that benefits them a bit more, something that uplifts themselves. And by enrichment also, um, they do it for enrichment and they do it for status and they do it for pleasure. Remember that. So to be against truth is really to be against God because we understand that the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. So, you know, we, we have the triune God and that is truth. And if you can remember what Jesus said, we're going to look now at John chapter 14, verse six. So we know the Holy Spirit is truth, but we're going to look at something else. And this is what Jesus said. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the father, but by me. So we see in this verse, John chapter 14, verse six, that Christ is also truth and truth is freedom. We know this because there's also a scripture that tells us that, and we're going to grab that scripture right now. John chapter eight, 
verse 31, it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's John chapter 8, verse 31 to 32. So we can see that not only is Christ the truth, not only is the Holy Ghost the truth, but also we see that truth frees you. It gives you freedom. And so we can see that, that God wants us to live in truth. And we can also extrapolate something else from that scripture. We can see that truth sets a man free. And, and by the logic of that, if truth sets a man free, then lies imprison him, untruths imprison him. He is snared and he is captured by it. And that is why God wants us to live in truth. That's, that's so that all our days that we can be guided by his truth. Now we're going to look at 3 John chapter 1 verse 4. Um, it actually says that. So I'm not going to read that one. If you do have a chance, do read it because it talks about how um, the word of God is actually called truth. So now we have Christ, who is the word of God, who is the way, the truth and the life. And then we have the um, Holy Ghost, which is the spirit of truth. So there is this underlying and this undergirding of truth. And now we're going to look at 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2, verse 15. It says, study to show yourself approved to God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Once again, the word of God is known as truth. And we see that here. He's telling us to study. We are learning the word of truth. And if you're not studying the word of God, how can you judge truth from lies? That's just the fact. How can you combat the lies of the enemy of your soul? The doubts, the lying circumstances that look like defeat or failure, circumstances can lie because they may seem to go against what God has promised you. You must believe his truth over everything, even every circumstance. That's a powerful thing to remember. And I'm going to tell you why it's important to believe God's word over every circumstance. We're going to look now in Romans chapter three, verse four. It says, God forbid. Yes, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written that you might be justified in your sayings and might overcome when you are judged. Wow. God's word is true over everything. There's this great um, saying out there that says God over everything. And I want to add to that God's truth over everything. You have to believe that God's word is true no matter what you see in your life, whatever contradiction. And I'm telling you this from experience. I have been in, seen things, been in situations that looked a certain way. It looked like a contradiction to the word of God, a contradiction to the promise of God. But you have to hold on. But because I held on to that truth, and knew that his word was more important than that, that is when I was able to see um, his truth. So you have to be careful. Sometimes circumstances can be deceptive. Circumstances can be deceptive. So God's word has to be true and everything and anyone that opposes it is a lie. Remember the word which is truth was made flesh. The word, remember the word, which is, is our Lord, 
it was made flesh. And you can see that in John, I'm sorry, John chapter one, verse 14, we see also that Christ is full of grace and truth. The Bible says that lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. And the reason it is an abomination to the Lord is because it is the antithesis of who he is. Think about that. If our Lord is truth, anything that lies, anything that is false, that is an untruth or an anti-truth is a lie. And that is where it takes us to the crux of this conversation as far as it comes to truth and as far as it comes to lies. And that is anything or anyone that opposes the truth is the spirit of antichrist because jesus said i am the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except by me so when you don't want truth when you don't want to hear truth when you don't like truth if there's someone out there who doesn't want truth wants to silence a truth speaker we're seeing something in play that happens in the end time Remember, again, I'm going to say that the Bible says that lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, and it is because he is the antithesis of a lie. We must abide in truth as believers, even if that truth hurts for a moment, like Christ on the cross, or if it frightens us, like Peter on the waters, we still must hold on to the truth. So how can we say that those who oppose truth have some kind of spirit of antichrist? That sounds really bold. It's a bold statement, I have to admit, but we can always prove it in scripture. It always has to be proven in scripture. I'm going to tell you that right now. If anyone tells you something, go and make sure it's proven in scripture. That's the only way that we can be sure that it is true. If we look at 2 John verse, I'm sorry, 2 John chapter 1 verse 7, it reads this. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and antichrist. There is that deception and truth, deception and truth. That's something very powerful. And so it is important for us so that we can make good decisions that actually lead to good outcomes in the end is to absolutely know the truth. People are making bad decisions these days. We see it all over, whether it's in our country, whether it's abroad, whether it is in business or um, in politics. We're seeing people make bad decisions and we're seeing the negative effect of that because they are not knowing the truth. When you don't know the truth, you're going to make a decision that looks right but maybe it doesn't end well. Truth is the only decision. Standing on and making decisions by truth is the only way that you can be sure that the outcome is going to be good in the end. And that is a powerful thing for every believer who is seeking direction and seeking understanding in their life right now or anytime, really. So we have to remember that the wicked one is known as a deceiver. He lied to Eve and he is known as the father of lies ours is the father of truth which and remember when we said Christ said he was the way the truth and the life so we must never deny truth or seek to silence truth tellers if someone is telling the truth hear them listen and I want to add one caveat before we close as we really sort of hone in on this idea of truth I want to throw this one in here's the caveat Christ is full of truth, but remember he's also full of grace. Remember it said he's full of grace 
and truth. So let everything be done with grace and truth. Speak the truth in love because God is love too. So not only is he true, he's also love. And not only is he full of of truth, but also full of grace. And we must abide in truth because that is where the safety and the righteousness is. Sometimes the truth is hard, it's hard to accept, but it is better to accept a hard truth now than to face a very bitter future because we made wrong decisions based on wrong information. It's like that idea of garbage in, garbage out. So if you are listening to something that is not truth, your end is not going to be the kind of thing that you want it to be. The end of whatever your endeavor may be, whatever that relationship may be, whatever that path you're taking may be, whatever that thing you're undertaking is. And people forget that. You can't start off something in an untruth and then end up in something good. We see this all the time with people, businesses, relationships, um, countries. You can't start off in an untruth and then end up on truth or end up in something good. There's always going to be a breakdown. So I want to thank you guys so much. So our lesson today in terms of understanding the way in which we are going to make decisions and be guided is to hold on to truth. So thank you so much and God bless you. Bye. Thank you.